Okay. Do you ever think that the people in the Mickey Mouse mascot at Disney World fall for the mouse traps they have in maybe some of their kitchens? Like the the smaller ones? Yeah. That are the size for standard mice, right? Right. So you're asking me if an adult, a male or female, pref- probably a grown person, right? If they fall well, for can, the traps, you can put a kid in a Mickey Mouse costume, it'll look all lumpy and. There's too much space in there. So you do recognize there is some element of ridiculousness to what you're saying, but you Well, not... no, it'd be fucking ridiculous to say a kid would be in a Mickey Mouse costume. That's dumb as hell, but... But to you, it's fine that a fully grown person in a mascot uniform would fall for possibly synthetic cheese in a, it's in a, a regular It's a mouse. mouse so you fall for it's called a mouse trap for a reason dumbass anyway let's move on from that topic <laughs> i was prepared to go for a full eight to ten minutes <laughs> on that shit. i had nothing else that was all i got <laughs> i know what we got here we got some culture we have japanese or chinese candy i can't remember which place i got it from i should really know <laughs> i'd say i say probably japanese by the way i'm looking at i would it. assume they're japanese called haichu this is one of my new favorite candies Wait, it says Morinaga on it, though. That sounds like Aztec. What does natural mean? Natural? Artificial. Oh, that's Japan for, looks good to me, guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's Japan for. (laughs) Here's what I love about these bad boys. If you haven't had a haichu, they're delicious. But let's see if I can get it. Tony, go to Gus Cam A. If you pop them just right. Fuck, let me try the next one. Is there one. a Gus Cam B? <laughs> yeah. We've just never used it before. <laughs> it's under the table. <laughs> it's an upskirt cam. All right, here we go. Fuck. Fuck. Damn it. Sometimes they pop up the top. I was really loud with my fuck. Tony, I'm really, you have to turn that one down. I'm determined here. Here we go. You got a little half. You got a little chode mode That's there. Let's let's less than three minutes into the podcast eat a really chewy, difficult to swallow uh, piece of candy. Like, I'm kind of giving up because I popped it in a way where it's like now I got to rip it with my teeth. Mm-hmm. A lot of noises for the podcast already. Wowza. I you- saw one comment that was like, hey, guys, when you're talking really qui- uh, quietly and then you get really loud, it's it's like loud. Mm-hmm. And it's, they asked, like, could Tony fix that? And it's like we're talking louder. That's what loud is. Sometimes it's funny if it's too loud. I'm sorry yeah. if it hurts, though. We compress the sound, but, you know, you can't go through and be like, ooh, ouchie, my ear hurt a little bit, so I'm just going to bring it down here. That's good. Wow, this is a chore to put this candy in. I shouldn't have yeah, done it. Yeah, you shouldn't have. That's <laughs> why I backed out. I aborted. Um, oh, no, the dude, that sound is dude, awful. I can't, I'm trying to power mode through the, it. The thing is I've noticed is a lot of time there's more feedback in our headphones than there are in the actual recording of the mic. Yeah. So I'll tell you a sound is awful, and then I'll watch the, a little bit of the podcast back, and you can't really hear it. So it's like I'm just sound shaming you. Thank God. Okay, so I can really be who I truly am? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that at all. Oh, real quick, I want to mention um, – Dude, this is I'm so bad. I'm it all. It's like, oh, God. Uh, it was like, you know, when you use Elmer's glue <laughs> and then the crit little crispy little crippies get on top there? Yeah. It was like if I just swallowed a big wad of those. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but it awful. tasted good. Um, quick, I want to mention, if you guys haven't seen it yet, we released a video on my channel a little bit ago um, where we look at an old blockbuster training video. YouTube kind of fucked up that day and didn't show everybody. So if you want to go check it out, it's probably my favorite commentary video I've ever released. That was so fun. Yeah, I loved it. And people are fucking loving it in the responses. Um, but go check it out if you haven't seen it. It's yet. my favorite commentary video you've released, but that's only because I'm in it. 
I fully understand. I cannot watch a commentary videos of you or anybody's that, if I'm not in it. Mm-hmm. I, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So never seen a content cop. Never seen an H3 video. Sometimes I'll edit if I want to watch them. I'll edit just my face in, yeah. kind of just in the corner, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so you have to watch them to edit yourself in there. Well, though. I just put an image there and then render the whole thing out. That, just you just slide it all on the top. You don't really utilize your time very well. I don't no, think. I'm I'm editing and rendering other people's videos just to view all the time. <laughs> I call it editing. You know? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I hate that. it. I do. Um, one small thing I want to mention is uh, I went for a haircut uh, <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> and I normally back home I have a barber I'm very lo- loyal to. Shout out to Nate. That's all I'm gonna say of his information. Mm-hmm. Um, Nate is the best. He doesn't even, he'll still ask me what I want to do, but when I start saying the phrase I always say, which is three on the sides and a little shorter on top than it is now, Mm -hmm. he'll cut me off and be like, got it. And it's like, Nate, you fucking get it. Um, So here, I was even debating, I hadn't got my haircut here because I go home so often, Um, but there's a gap in between January and uh, the end of March for when I go home. It's February, so... Right, I came here in January, came back from home. I just thought you forgot the month. (laughs) (laughs) What's the funny thing is we're recording this on March 1st, so it's not even February. (laughs) So I get there, and a woman comes out and immediately sits me down to cut my hair. She barely says anything to me, which is pretty jarring because usually they're like, oh, just sit down here. But she just kind of like nodded that way. Mm -hmm. So she's cutting my hair, and you know, it's a nervous experience. I don't really care that much about my haircut, but you're like, am I going to have to wear a hat in my videos for like a month? Mm -hmm. Um, And she just, without asking me, just on part of my face is doing my sideburns and then just really quickly just buzzes part of my beard (laughs) um so tony if you could zoom in and just see on this side i feel this is about where it ends and on this side this is where it's cut so she just fucked up the lining of my beard and before i could say anything she just like is all gone that's bold this beard is like, it's not, I don't have the best beard in the world. It's pretty, I'd say mid to low ranking. Okay. But it's like, this took like a month and it's just a month of progress is, is gone. Yeah. So I'm going to shave it, but I just don't want to yet. Yeah. She just completely <laughs> fucked it up. And then the thing is like some people, you know, said like, well, did you say anything? Mm-hmm. And she had already trimmed, I noticed just up here. So like, all right, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like she did that. She just cleaned it up for free. And then the other side, she just decided to fucking close her eyes and just dip down like she's reaching down in the bottom of a Totino's Totino's bag. God damn it. Totino's. Well, I also eat the Totino's like frozen frozen (laughs) in the bag and I just munch on them. What's the point in microwaving and stuff? Yeah. So I just had a uh, hair person, a hairdresser just fuck up my beard when I didn't want it. And she didn't charge me for like lining up my beard or anything. Really? Yeah. That's stupid. So I just paid for a regular haircut. Plus my beard getting fucked up. And then somebody asked me on Instagram because I posted a story. They were like, did you still tip, though? And it's like, yeah, I did because she's cut my hair and it's still good. But fuck that. Mm -hmm. Honestly, though, I would have gone full CeeLo mode, said, ain't that some shit. (laughs) Ain't that some shit? I would have said twice. Doesn't CeeLo not say that? That's like the background singers? Oh, No, he says it after, I believe. It's all of them. It's we love. All of them. It's all of us. (laughs) I got a, <laughs> I got something I didn't even tell you about this. I'm gonna chew while you tell us. Okay, so I'll make sure it's it's about two minutes because that is a bitch to try to <laughs> masticate. I'll tell you that, fella. So uh, Sabrina and I were at the grocery store uh, a couple days ago, 
And, you know, I like having positive interactions with this, with like the cashiers and stuff when I go to places because I miss that Midwest nice and it was a really stark, noticeable change when I came out here. People just don't talk to you as much when well, you go out to stores and stuff. Yeah, even in the suburbs, they move you through like your cattle. Yeah. And I remember telling you because I visited your college town and at McDonald's, they're like, hey, how's your day going? And I was like, this is weird. Yeah, I don't like, like this at all. There's 10 people behind me, <laughs> but I'm fine. So thanks for asking. Um, and there was this woman there who was, <laughs> I'm not going to say her first name, but I have to say her last name is the thing. She was so nice and I felt like an asshole because I went up and I read uh, it had her first name on there. And then with like a label maker, like somebody added it on there. I thought it was a seasonal promotion thing, but it said happy candles. Well, Happy Candles. Her name is Happy Candles. So, and I'm going to, it's close to her name. Her first name is not this, but it's, it's like, it's a Donna wait. Happy Candles. Oh, wait, her last name is Happy Candles? It's Happy Candles. Like with a dash? No. They said that, she said that that's, because, um, well, here's exactly what I did. I went up there and I was just like, hey, how you doing? And I, and I went, oh, for a second there, I thought it said that your name was Happy Candles. <laughs> so, oh, gosh, like, no. How could I? But my brain would go, don't take the risk. But it was, it was a label maker. I thought it was like, season's greetings, happy candles. Forgot to peel that off two months Where ago. have you ever heard of happy candles in I your life? I don't know. Maybe it's a Christmas uh, Hanukkah hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> or just a Hanukkah thing. Oh, yeah, I suppose. But I, was just, I fully said the phrase, hey, for a second there, I thought your name was happy candles. Oh, and I was laughing. God. And she goes, oh, it's actually like my married name is happy candles. And I went... Oh, <laughs> so I quick, I quick tried to like save face because I remembered like I had, I had met a doctor a while back whose name was like Joy Friend or whatever. Okay, wonderful person, which is another unique name. Yeah, not as fucking unique as Happy Candles. Yeah, but I said, oh, that's wonderful. My aunt's name is Joy Friend or something like that. So I thought that was an interesting name, but I was in too deep. There's no saving myself at that point. Yeah. But boy, did I learn my big ass mouth lesson there. That's why I don't talk to people. Nothing safe. I won't talk. I won't speak to her ever again. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be pleasant with uh, every time because I, since you know we worked uh, minimum wage jobs. Yeah. I'll be very pleasant to people even if they're a dick to me. But I don't like small talk at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, goddamn, this chewable was still a bad choice. Take I the know. reins, buddy. Ta Take <laughs> tasty ass stuff though, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. You ever? You don't even have to say their names specifically, but have you ever just seen someone with like a last name and you go, "That's unfortunate." Yep. Yeah. I don't want to mention one. I don't know what to tell you. I, I want to. They know instantly. Yeah, I, I would can probably get back to them. Uh, that's the worst part. I remember one from the '80s. My mom was saying she knew this girl growing up. Her last name was Outhouse. Mm. What do you do? How do yep. you not walk out of the playground and just get killed on the first day by kids? <laughs> you just walk out there. Hey, what's your name? My name's uh, Diane Outhouse. Dude, I'm sorry. We got to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're playground kids. There's a dude. I don't know if he, my dad grew up with him. Um, and apparently, I, th I believe he's a nice guy. I don't like remember any stories about him or anything. Mm -hmm. But his last name was Butts. Mm. Like, how did you? make it <laughs> like past elementary school like you're saying like how did you survive honestly it's like resident evil 4 but you're like butts is leon and everybody <laughs> else is a zombie you imagine ashley yelling butts i didn't get that far yet Oops, dude not I'm, a spoiler don't worry it's not she's on the cover right yes i think i just started playing resident evil 4 so do for the first time do you like it i absolutely love it it was one of those games i've had some trouble recently with focusing on stuff mm -hmm. uh i got a tv in my room so i've been 
planning on playing uh, like story games and getting into it. And one thing is I had already played through God of War a lot, and mm-hmm. I tried to do New Game Plus, but it had been just enough time that I wasn't playing God of War yeah. uh, to where I wanted to experience the story again, but then Kratos has all, like New Game Plus is cool because you have all the armor and all the upgrades, but then it's like they're talking about the axe like looking kind of shitty, and it's like fully decked out in gold with like a bunch of shit on it. Oh, yeah. So I got through like three hours, and I was like, I'm going to restart fully. And it's like, how do you play the first three hours for the third time again? Yeah, that's rough. One of those big intro games where it's like, come on, mm. dude. And so Resident Evil 4 now it like immediately captured me with the gameplay. It's fucking incredible. I it's awesome. It. It's great. It, we were talking before. It, it, it makes you feel genuinely stressed out and afraid because you're so limited because you can't move when you're shooting. Yeah, that's the thing is I also had a very weird experience with Resident Evil when I was younger. Not weird, but I had like a lot of people, you know, had their older brother or sister like introduce them to like the series or something like that or, or a friend that brought it over. I had no Resident Evil exposure until I played five co-op with one of my friends. And it was one of my favorite gaming experiences. I know a lot of people don't like five, mm-hmm. but um, I loved that. And then didn't play Resident Evil until we watched Jakey play two here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck, I got to play four. Yeah. Like the two is the two remaster is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. So um, now I love Resident Evil and I'm a fan. I'm so happy. That's so cool. Um, God damn. Now I want to play it again. Maybe after the show I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it. Can I tell you something that's not Resident Evil? Yeah. I already told you this an hour ago. <laughs> it's the the gate agent dude. Wait, the what? The gate agent. Oh, dude. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. Go for it. I was, I, I was telling Eddie, this feels like the most... It feels like I walked into a fucking episode of, like, Curb Your Enthusiasm with, like, how shittily like, I just felt uncomfortable in the moment. Um, we, were go- we were coming through the gate, and we were just getting, like, a, we were coming to park, and we were talking to the gate agent. And it's just the dude at the security booth, and uh, they, got, <laughs> they got, like, an arm bar, you know, <laughs> for, like, the, hey, don't cross, you got to talk to the security Yeah, dude. with, like, a stop sign and everything. Yeah, just- yeah, and they got, the, the, the dude hits up and down on it. And this guy, he's just not, he's a mean guy. He's an asshole. I'll fully say it. He's a dick. He's just mean. He always yells at like Uber drivers, like, you got to tell me if you're going to like pick up. Yeah. Dude, people are just trying to do their jobs. Exactly. We have no problem with any of of the other security people, but this guy will actively be on like a power trip to people. And I see it all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's some bullshit. Like stopping traffic. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, No, he's, he's just an angry dude. I, I hate when people are just fucking angry. Anyway. As I'm complaining about somebody, we are talking to him and he likes Sabrina because she's extra nice to him. And I don't know. He likes Sabrina. So she'll always come through and usually talk to him. And I just sit in the passenger seat and then he lets us through. Um, But as he's talking to us and writing out a pass, um, one of his fellow guards comes like biking through and the security guard almost accidentally lowered the the stop arm bar on the dude on the bike, like his fellow security guard. And I'm as I'm telling you right now, viewer at home, this is exactly how he reacted for reference. He goes, whoops, almost dropped the bar on one of my fellow guards there. <laughs> Chuckling, seeming right. jovial about, oops. Ah, yeah, oh like, well. hey, I almost fucked up. We're all human here. Yeah, oh, well, shoot. And Sabrina just goes like, oh, good thing you didn't. And I was like, here's my chance to kind of get in good with this guy. Right. I'll add myself into joking. So I just said like, oh, it's all just part of the job, I guess. And he immediately goes, yeah, see, except I just don't think that's funny personally. <laughs> you know, a couple of years back, one of the bars was lowered on me when I was in pursuit of a security situation, and I broke both tibias and a fibula, and I'm actually having more surgery in April to still fix this years-long problem that I've had with my health. 
Like, I was like, dude, what? what the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you can't do that. <laughs> it's just like, huh, it's funny. You know, I'm actually in pain, you asshole. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's like he, t- he decided, oh, here's a fun human moment with two people in front of me. I'm going to make this guy feel like shit for no reason. Exactly. And it's not like you said something shitting on security guards. It was just like, oh, it's part of the job, you know, like mm-hmm. as a bit like it's clearly not part of the job. Yes. And he's just like, well, actually, like, he well actually do yeah. for a bit when he was joking. What the fuck, dude? I don't like it. It's, I'd prefer to get love actually. Yeah. That would have been nicer. It's just him, like, the signs with everything that he broke. Just, I, you know. <laughs> I, broke, I broke my tibia. <laughs> it's actually, I don't find that very funny, but it <laughs> flips it over to another one. Yeah. Isn't the dude from The Walking Dead in love actually? Yes, that's He's Andrew, the sign Lin- guy, Andrew right? Lincoln is a sign guy. I was yeah. going to, I was just going to say, I later went on to star in The Walking Dead. But, <laughs> but you're a okay ahead of me there, fella. Listen, man. What's up? I'm done with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I want to ask you, too? What? Um, we've, we've had this discussion before um, on, on, like, some road trips or back at the cabin for Christmas, and it's been bothering me for a while. Right. We, we were trying to debate if you had a thousand lives, unlimited lives, let's say, right. and you were placed in an empty room, and it was just you and a full-grown bear. Right. Do you think that in one of those lives that you could maybe kill it with your bare hands? This is, yeah. So we had this discussion. I think I remember it correctly. We were on the road trip moving here in the Rocky Mountains. And instead of appreciating the mountains, we were talking about this dumb shit. (laughs) Um, And I don't know if it was a thousand, but I was saying, I don't think it's a thousand. But let's say, because I just, you can't. Like, like, there's no, there's nothing to grab. It's just like a room. You know, Spidey, Spidey jump up there. We right. kind of wall glide until it, you wear them out, maybe. No, I don't think a bear's going to wear out before I am. <laughs> I don't know. It, what's a really fat pre-hibernation bear? Do they... How long can they run for before they get exhausted? Um, they outrun people. Um, but one thing is... Uh, what I said to you is, like, let's... I wonder how many times, like, as in not a thousand times, maybe a million, maybe uh-huh. a billion. How many times would you have to run the math of me living all these lives... Before I accidentally kill him. Because that's the yeah. only way. Before, like, he rips off my leg and then, like, chokes on it and dies. And I'm like, I did it. And it's yeah. like, I didn't do shit. <laughs> it's, you know what I mean? It's what, however the bear decides to kill himself by accident, uh-huh. that's the one where he dies. Well, it could happen, though. How? Well, you know what we were joking? We were saying, too. Even if you had a bear that was fully tranquilized and passed out, could you even kill a bear like I don't, a full-grown grizzly bear? I don't think so. With your bare hands, maybe. What would you like, do? And I know it's bare hands, but yeah. like maybe using its like the weight of its own leg to strangle it or something. I don't know. Can you? Are we gonna get demonetized for saying that? It's a bear. It's a bear. <laughs> but the thing is, even if you gave me like a, a good knife, yeah, I don't. How many possibilities before I kill that bear before it kills me? I think if you got it right in the throat, though. Yeah. But then you still have to evade it for, like, two more minutes. Yeah, you just got to run around the room. <laughs> <and laughs> oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't know, because, I mean, we saw what happened to Leo. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't – thousand more things would not, or times would not help him Dude, at all. He made a full recovery, though. Yeah, He didn't true. kill the bear, but he did kill Tom Hardy. That's true. Who looked like a bear in that movie. <laughs> in the, like, the gay sense of a bear. In, yeah, that and wearing many, many furs to yeah. stay warm. <laughs> what are you going to do, though? I'm ready to get beat. I think if you, like, bit it in the throat, maybe. 
but it's too thick, dude. Think of a bear. Look at these. Oh, never mind. I, I rest, <laughs> Come on. I almost said I rest my case for you. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Um, there was one thing specifically that we were talking about before the podcast that we wanted to talk about, but now I forgot it. Killing a, a black bear. That's more. Black bears are small, right? Yeah. I still That's don't what think you I wanted could to do talk it. about. That's I, <laughs> if I could, do you think? Okay, how young would the bear be? <laughs> no, what's what is full grown adult animal? What is the biggest in size animal that you think you could kill with your bare hands? I think maybe like a whale. You just wait. <laughs> <laughs> you just sit there. You can't do anything. Just dodge the tail whips. I think. Huh. I'm trying to think of like regular mammals that would be kind of predators. I bet you could kill a mule deer. Dude, I could roundhouse kick a coyote and probably fucking destroy that thing. Ma- oh, yeah, I suppose. Dude, if it's not imagine first if try. it's running at me. I just fucking... Fl- it's not the first try, without a doubt. <laughs> Give me, like, we're 550 in it. Like, I've missed the roundhouse kick 450 times where I've just whiffed it past its head. Or it's been too early where it just wh- it just stopped. And I just kicked past its face. That's a coyoopsie. It, it ate out my ass while I was missing. <laughs> Is that... Can you say that? Can I say that? Does that count as bats? I don't even know. We get real dicey with these hypotheticals sometimes. That's true. Wearing YouTube's good graces currently, though, I think we're probably fine. I've just, I've been really, this people are going to be like, you're jinxing it. But uh, with commentary videos, I get really lucky with claims. Yeah. Like, for a long time, I've gotten really, really lucky with claims. Like, mm-hmm. I've been screwed over with them, like everybody. But people, like, maybe it's how little I upload. Because, <laughs> like, Leon gets hit with a ton, but Leon mm-hmm. uploads, like, ten times as much as I do. Yeah. Leon Lush, great YouTuber. I was almost going to do it, and then I thought maybe Gus will do the... That Click. was probably really loud. Oh, but eh, What are you going to do? Yeah, what are we going to do? <laughs> Edit the podcast? Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, I remember we were talking about we were talking about getting in ruts. Getting out of ruts. How oh, do you, right. How do you do that? Um, w- one thing, I, was, I just felt like I was in a rut for the last couple of days, and just, like... For uh, this, this is what we were talking about before. Just to change it up, I was like, I want to play Resident Evil 4 now. I'm going to wake up early tomorrow. I'm going to order some breakfast on Postmates. Hopefully nothing will go wrong. Shout out to last week's episode. Hey. Um, and then I was just going to play it pretty much all day. And I did that. And mm-hmm. we're recording a late night podcast now. And I'm out of my rut. I'm feel feeling great. comfy. That's good. It's comfy time. Yeah. What do, what do you feel of? You don't feel like any rut stuff leading up to the live show, right? No. Because things are moving too fast for you to be in a rut. Things are moving too fast. I do want to talk real briefly about yesterday, I'll mm-hmm. say, if that's cool. Yeah, yeah, um, I Yesterday fucking sucked dick. I'll say it right now. Um, I have not ever been diagnosed with like anxiety or depression at all. I'm sure that as I truly believe everybody is somewhere on the spectrum of anxiety or depression at some point, you know. Um, but yesterday I had just out of nowhere, um, super, super tightness in my chest. My face went fully numb. All my hands were just like tingling. I felt like I couldn't speak well. We were on the way to a movie with friends and I was like, I just had to ask Sabrina, I said, can we please go to the emergency room? Like I thought, I was like, am I having a fucking heart attack? I couldn't breathe. And my chest was like just killing me. And and I don't know what was going on, but so they went there and they did like an EKG. They took blood work from me. They did a chest x-ray, did everything there. I was there for like a few hours. And they said that, well, I know I already have high blood pressure, but they said that it looks like I just had a full blown panic attack, like anxiety mm. attack out of nowhere. And that was scary because I truly like, I mean, Eddie, you know, too, there are like, there are projects that like I'm working on that we're working on and, and as well as the live show, which is my first solo live thing in forever. Like 
this month has been fucking hell. Like yeah. I'm working my ass off with like all day. Sabrina and I wake up all day and like we pretty much just work on trying to put out all the fires, film stuff and, mm. and prepare for the live show and shit. And I'm just super, super stressed right now. And I and, you know, it's been kind of a, a trend. I don't make it sound like it's some like some like thing that people are just jumping on the bandwagon. But a lot more people are talking about like burnout lately and stuff. Mm. And it's like, I'm not going to probably talk about it in a video, but fuck, I'm getting burned the fuck out. Yeah, I think, I mean, it really is, I mean, uh, definitely uh, the videos are an aspect of it, but I think even with like live show stuff and the Comedy Central stuff, there's just like, t you, I think there's just too much on your plate for it. Like, yeah. it's, it's still really good to be like ambitious when you're young and doing stuff like that. But I think it was just like, especially it March, March was too much. It's like too much. I talked to you a little bit and it's like, the even just the emails you got to do is like way mm -hmm. too much this month. Like. It's, I've never seen you have so much shit going on. Yeah. It's like at this point, Sabrina is has full reins of my inbox and like, I'm not even looking at email stuff yeah. unless she brings it to me. And like, she's helping lining up producer stuff. And there are just so many little things like going into the live show, like sharing all the tech notes, ordering 120 t-shirts. So I have extras in case someone takes it and they're not VIP writing, like handwriting all these notes and shit, mm. practicing with whoever might be special guests and stuff. And then on top of like, I mean, I can say it right now, right after the live show, I'm getting um, the next day I'm getting shipped off to South by Southwest and I'm doing a big project with somebody and stuff and like all the stuff I didn't plan it and it's all happening all at once and it's exciting and it's stuff that I feel really guilty and afraid if I just like step out of it. You yeah. Know? It feels like opportunities that could lead to more things, mm. but it's all falling at once and it just has been absolutely crushing me. I think just for the future, sometimes you just got to say no to some of those things. Yeah. Because if you, if you take everything, then you're going to be like... Like nobody can do that. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing too, is I, with all these things, I don't, the worst part is I don't feel like I'm doing a favor for somebody else where it's like, yeah, man, I can help you move or no, something yeah, like there, that. It's, it's like, for you, it's like, but. fuck, I want to do this and I see the value in it. That's the yeah. worst part. But yeah, dude, going into like later March and April and stuff, I just got to like slow down. Yeah. Just driving me nuts. I mean, me the nuts. big thing too is just like scheduling wise, other than the beginning of April for the Oxnard show, um, there's like not much going on for both of us planned right now. So mm -hmm. I'd say maybe I don't don't keep it clear, obviously, but like definitely because of this hell month. I mm -hmm. mean, especially when we were in the car and I was kind of waiting. I didn't want to suggest it to freak you out, but I could tell you were talking different, like yeah. or speaking different, I guess. But um, I was like waiting for you to be like, let's not go to the movie and almost waiting to be like, dude, let's stay at the hospital. Because like the way you were even speaking, you were just like. Um, I don't know, like just wait. It seemed like you said you were, it seemed like you were focusing on speech. Yeah. And I was getting really worried, but I didn't want to say anything. Cause I'm, it's like somebody might be having a panic attack. You don't want to be like, cause you okay. Is yeah. everything fine? Yeah. And it, not to negate the importance of like any panic attack, but it's like, I've never had that before. And then I've been just feeling way worse in the last couple of weeks with like stuff coming on. It's been mm. super hard sleeping with shit. And my, <coughs> excuse me, my sleep's been erratic. I eat like shit. Um, you know, I probably drink more nights than I should just like fucking around playing like editing and stuff, mm. but I don't know. I just got to get it on a better schedule. That's yeah. A bad, that's the biggest thing. Um, but yeah, that's, that's one of the things too, is like, I think I, I don't want to be like, Oh, think before you comment and shit like that. But sometimes it's like, guys, you got to realize with, with, if you like to, if somebody tweets out, like say you've tweeted out that you liked a movie and people mm -hmm. are like completely shitting on it. It's like. You don't know what people have going on, man, behind yeah. the scenes. It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, people are fully ready to shit on people, and they might be going through a lot of shit. That's true. Oh, well. 
But yeah, I don't want to bring down the whole podcast thing too. I thanks for letting me talk about that too. Oh yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I just want I just want to put it out there. I don't want people to get too worried at all. I do feel like I have a good support structure, and I know that this is almost entirely just because I have so many stupid projects that are all coming to head to yeah. a head in the next two weeks. Mm. And then when that's done, I think it'll just be way easier to like take a break, just yeah. focus on because like right now it's like. I want to just make main channel videos and the podcast stuff because yeah. the podcast is not stressful because it's I, I'm in my living room right now, yeah. you know, and then I just want to go shoot videos and do this shit and not have to worry about other stuff right now. Mm. But <clears throat> we're almost there. Home stretch, boys. Yep. You know how it be. I'm excited. Like, again, I know you're like just to mention. So going to the live show. Be, we're excited to see you guys and be super supportive, and it's mm-hmm. gonna be a love fest during yeah, it because dude. it's been hell for Gus beforehand. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's the thing is too. I'm not even worried about like performing and stuff. Like I oh, love yeah. getting in front of people. But I mean, f- especially sorry, just with this yeah. crowd, like we love you guys. Like it's not it's not like you're performing in front of like a complete strangers. It's like people that watch you and watch the podcast and everything. So yeah. it's like not. A- I think this episode goes up the day after the live show. Yeah, because Tony's going to be here. Mm-hmm. So we're shooting this episode a little bit earlier because he's going to be in L.A. So we got to have him edit it beforehand. So, yeah, it'll go up, yeah, probably March 7th then, right? Or March, March 8th? 7th. Yeah. So, March 8th. Yeah, because yeah. it came up today. So March 8th. Fuck, so. I wish it would have come up before. Yeah, so thanks for coming to the live show yeah, if you did. You. Like, seriously. Thanks for doing that. It was so good seeing you. I'm remembering all of you right now. <laughs> Holy shit. It was so great. I If you are a guest, a special guest, I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember, but... The biggest thing stressing me out is I'm not afraid to go on stage. I'm not afraid to perform. Right. But it's I've always just gone up and done open mic sets or done songs, done a little scrap of comedy. It's like I don't even know. For all I know, I could I could exhaust my full list of things I have prepared and go, oh, shit, I got 35 minutes down. Well, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> fuck. I mean, if you fully were, I mean, if you get to that situation, call me up, baby. I'll help. Yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, I mean, I'm sorry. Am I going to be at the show? What? <laughs> what? But um, no, yeah, like, if, I mean, just fully rehearsing it, too. You know the times of yeah. it. Especially if you're doing any music stuff or anything like that. Who knows what the live show will be? You mm. probably know the timing of that, yeah. you know? Yeah, I think I'll be good on that. But, oh, well. Uh, when the, once I have the, literally, if the first one's under my belt, I'll probably be fine for the foreseeable future. Because yeah. it's like, well, I did it once. I could probably do it again. Yeah. Even I mean, if I change the show. Everyone will be so supportive there, I'm assuming, just from, like, people that we've met in person that watch our stuff, mm-hmm. um, that I'm assuming, like, even if you said, like, guys, I got 35 minutes left, you just want to do a Q&A, people will be like, yeah, yeah. like, okay. <laughs> you know, it's not a crowd, like, throwing tomatoes or yeah, anything Yeah, that's like true. That. It's not, like, just a, a drunken New York City 2 a.m. seller crowd yeah, or something. Yeah, it's like, you fucking suck. Yeah. This is a, yeah, it's a good I'll crowd, say that either way. Thank I'll you, be yelling though. that the entire time please do for the most part yeah you want to hit up some fucking questions let's do it some preguntas here we go what's this we got oh yeah by the way follow us on twitter at eddie burback and at gus buckets um we get, we're getting some banging questions lately too yeah, by the yeah. way <clears throat> that's a good one here's a quick night a nice one to just wet our palate um at sakura loves dep asks taco bell king taco taco john's or del taco which one um, I've only had Del Taco and Taco Bell, but I'm a passionate Taco Bell Taco supporter. Bell. Yeah. Taco Bell. There's no I mean, question. Everything is going for it. It's yeah. it's always a value, no matter what. Yeah. It's fucking delicious, and they experiment all the time. Yeah, that's the main thing. Yeah, yeah. They have new items all the time. I mean, they brought us a fried chicken taco, nacho fries, yeah. like a bunch of uh, like 
even when people said that they liked the the naked chicken chalupa, but they didn't want to bring it back, they're like, all right, um, we had like nuggets before too, so we're putting that in a crunch wrap with the sauce from the naked chicken chalupa, yeah. just so you can experience <laughs> that again. I love that shit so much. <clears throat> Taco Bell all the way. At Vivian Pickles, what's your favorite dinosaur? Do you have one? I mean, I think just after watching Jurassic Park, you gotta say raptor anytime. Dude, of course. But none of that Jurassic World raptor. You want no. those OG Jurassic Park of Lost Raptor. If I ever stop a raptor and go, you know me, it should kill me. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to do any of that shit. The raptor should just be like, fuck, is this yeah. guy talking about? Yeah. <laughs> just fucking rip my face off immediately. Like they evolved for millions of years, but we make a new one and it's alive for five years. And it's like, hey, I can communicate with this thing. <laughs> do you know genetic English? <laughs> Did they say they changed blue genetically they I did right that's why he's got the streak of blue something weird like that they even changed at universal one thing is um i never was on the jurassic park ride because if you didn't know at universal in hollywood they're completely ripping out all the jurassic park stuff and replacing it with jurassic world yeah one thing is i the, tony said that he saw the ride and it does seem pretty dated i know you wrote it before too uh-huh. so like even doing a new ride i get maybe making it a jurassic world one but they're like taking out the cafe and taking out all the atmosphere. And while they're doing the construction, they always have, I know you know this, but a big raptor puppet that you can mm-hmm. take pictures with. And now it's blue from Jurassic World. You know that classic movie character that you love? It's blue. like, I do remember blue, I guess. But yeah. the thing is, yeah, I don't know. I know you liked the last act of, uh, of Jurassic World. And I like the last bit of the last act of it. But still, mm-hmm. man, that movie is not... It's my bad. favorite. <laughs> yeah. It's not a good movie. Yeah. I w- I just appreciated so much that they they changed the formula. Yeah. They're no, like, they tried well, something new. We can't fuck up the island anymore. Yeah. What else? I honestly though, I wish they fucked up the island with the volcano way earlier in the movie. Yeah. I thought that was just like I, if that would be the first 5 minutes I would have loved it. But it's just like you're halfway through the movie and it's like, "Oh, are we at the the manor part that everyone's been talking about that's cool cuz I'm just watching a shittier Jurassic World because they just went back and there was no real like huge stakes or anything like that. Because the main thing, too, is now with Jurassic World, before it was like, hey, here's a paleontologist that loves these animals, Mm -hmm. but they want to kill him. And it's like we've seen that so many times now. So then, you know, he's like got the connection to Blue for, for Chris Pratt. And it's like. The volcano's going off, but we got to save these animals. It's like, I don't, we already went through the conflict of them wanting to kill you before. Yeah. Kill the dinosaurs. Let That's them die. stupid shit. I, I'm just so sick of, like, the the theme of, you know, oh, we got the park. What? Yeah, <laughs> honestly. It broke. It broke again. <sighs> I guess we could just survive and then rebuild it. Nothing will go wrong. <laughs> Here's a good one, but I'm not even going to fucking try to pronounce this at. Look at that one. Top one, username ravioli. Get out of here. Oh, no, there's no way. <laughs> Great question. It's like 30 symbols. I don't think they made their at being like, one day Gus is going to have to pronounce this. <laughs> um, this is a good one, though. Ravioli is your display name. Uh, what game show do you think you would have the highest chance of winning? That's a good question, oh, too. Oh, man. Like, statistically... I would entertain the idea of deal or no deal because it's kind right. of just a crapshoot. Yeah, I would say that's like the one to go for kind of, but yeah. then maybe the math for it. I think I could fuck people up in Family Feud. Yeah. Because what? the thing is, what we do is making stuff that we think people will like. So you're asking yeah. me, what do what would people say? So yeah. I think I would know. And I don't often watch Family Feud, but of what I've seen, I feel like so often 
like 40% of the answers people give, I'm like, what the fuck are you yeah. thinking? Yeah. How would anybody put that on the survey? It'll be like things you find in your bathroom, and their first one is like nail clippers. And it's like soap, maybe, yeah, would be uh, number one. Toilet paper, sink, you know? Yeah, yeah stupid shit. Uh, my dad, for some reason. <laughs> what would you find at a grocery store? Oh, the Kroger brand Tums. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I think I could really do some damage on Survivor, though. Dude, that was one thing. Apparently, this is another Tony looking it up thing. Sorry to out you if your <laughs> research sucks. Is at least, I don't know about now, but he looked up like fully, is Survivor real, at least in the earlier seasons? Yeah. And apparently, totally is. I love that. Yeah, where it's like, obviously, they cut out shots of like, you know, when they're rowing the boats to get to different areas. Like, I mm -hmm. doubt they have them fully like sail across the whole thing, or they help them along if they get lost. But they just take out the bits where you see, like, cameraman in the frame or anything mm -hmm. like that. But apparently the game, at least in the beginning, was fully real. I love that. Yeah. It's like Rogue Days CBS. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Like, it seems like they didn't even know what they were doing. Yeah. The main thing is you just don't – the main thing about Survivor is be useful. Don't be an asshole. Mm -hmm. You could stick to, stick it till the end and then maybe be an asshole at the end. And exactly. That's how you, win. Um, you know what I would do? Dude, I want – I've been trying for a long time to get on Survivor. <clears throat> I want to get on Survivor so bad. You know what I would do? I would waltz right in there, and I would genuinely, I would say, not like, not be a loudmouth day one. Because if you if you're a loudmouth, like in the first few days, people hate you. Fucked. Even yeah. if you're a positive loudmouth, like we were just <laughs> we were just saying, we started watching like the first episode of I don't remember what season, season it was. Season seven, I think. It's yeah. the one with uh, is his name Rupert. Rupert's yeah, in there, dude. Rupert. OG. O Rupert. OG. I loved him as a kid, and we started rewatching when Jakey was here. And I was like, that's fucking Rupert. That's I Rupert. forgot about him. But it's like one of the people on there. It's a woman who's like a scout leader, and it's oh, just like I felt so bad and she her. was like a hard worker a positive team member but she went in and she was too chipper and too positive and everyone's just like shut the fuck up yep. like she's just a wonderful asset you're gone you're annoying also there was that dude on um i think it was the other team from rupert uh who's the black dude that's like jacked as hell oh yeah he was remember. like like i'm the boss and you could tell everyone was like shut up yeah, dude, dude. Nope. if you go into survivor and you're like i'm the boss instantly and you're not good at it like you lose your first challenge you're voted off baby there's no chance and I, I i it's such a genius concept just whoever created the show mark burnett if you were had a big hand in that at a boy that is a goddamn clever show yeah but I love the concept later on where it's like, oh, the people you're voting off, oh, they're on the jury now, and you're going to yeah. have to convince them that you get a million dollars at the end. Yeah, dude. And what I would do, I don't know if it's been done. It has to have been, because what has it been, like 25 seasons of Survivor? Yeah, there's been a shit ton of Two them. a year. Yeah. I would go in and, like, as soon as, like, people started asking, I would say, I won 100%. If I win, I'm giving the full amount to this specific charity of my choice. Where I'd be like, what are you going to do? And then at the end, yeah. you, you just say at the end, like, I was nice to people. I was a hard worker. I'm giving it all to charity. I'm not keeping a single penny. Oh, you're going to win instantly. You're I'll win it. How do you not let me win? Can you imagine if me, you, and Jake, you were on Survivor together? I would just stab you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'd find that immunity idol. No, you'd find it, and I'd just shank you. <laughs> One thing is... Um, I would my strategy would probably just to bring a uh, backpack with clothes, knives, you know, lighters. Yeah. I don't know why anyone hasn't done that on Survivor yet. Just bring a survival gear. Dumbass. Fucking idiots. Bring a house gonna, even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. 
You just a crew, you bring a cruise ship. <laughs> hey, you fucking idiots <laughs> eating rice out there. We got a full course meal back here. I brought. I bet if you brought like a Beretta or something, like <laughs> you could just like take uh, take Jeff Props to, to the hostage at the first tribal council and like get the million dollars. Dude, right what if you? Yeah, you just fucking brought a gun to Survivor. <laughs> to Survivor. <laughs> no, no, I want to see Survivor where <laughs> instead of hiding one hidden immunity idol, they hide like one gun on the <laughs> If you get it, it's like you got your big dick at the camp. Yeah. Yeah. Who's gonna mess with Vote you? me off, fucker. Fucker, I got a gun. <laughs> you just have to find places to sleep that no one would. You'd be the idol now. Yeah. Because you gotta hide yourself while you sleep so nobody can take the gun from you. You're like, what are you gonna do? Call the cops? We're in Maui, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> there are no cops. Honestly, do you think there's like contracts that people sign where. Could you like beat the shit out of someone with no legal repercussions on I Survivor? I don't think so. I don't think you can. I, I looked through that con- contract. I want. Yeah, I would need to. I would, would want to go in though. Well, they, I beat I them know. up too. I've got the gun. Oh yeah, true. They you just beat the shit out of. Yeah. Wait, you have the gun while you're beating them up. Why are you I, beating them up then? Because I know I could. You're That's a fucking a, dictator. It's dude. a bigger power move, dude. <laughs> <laughs> just pistol whipping the crew. <laughs> you were talking about getting voted off because you're like you're being too like flashy or saying too much in the beginning. You walk in with a gun and beat the shit out of somebody <laughs> on your team. No, what if it's like you found the gun and they assume you're just gonna keep playing the game? But what if you took your team and you collectively as a team like force the crew to then be the participants. <laughs> it's a rebellion. Yeah. So you just have like Stacy who worked in sales like operating a camera now because yeah. you had a gun so they have to have the cameraman perform. See it would be genius until you realize at the end of the whole show that none of it was captured because you have like an insurance salesman operating the camera and he's yep. got the lens cap but like they don't know. <laughs> Can you imagine if there was a rebellion on Survivor? I feel like that might have happened once at least where like, they were just how? like fuck it we're not doing anything. Like, yeah, well, what do you do? You, what do you do? Like, because that's just it. You're putting so much faith in the concept of people obeying the rules. But yeah. if it's like, we're going to tribal council, none of us are voting. Yeah. What do you do? I don't know. Let's do that. You got to beat the shit out of them, I guess. Yeah, do it. They have, who's the host? Jeff Probst or Probst? Jeff's, or Jeff probably has a gun where he's like, yeah, the Jeff's fuck got it. he's the one gun on the island. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> they call him Jeff Peace on the island. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder... Um, <laughs> you could just vote Jeff off, mm. and then everyone could just live on the island Dude, for a month. How hurt would Jeff be if the first tribal council, they just voted him off the island? <laughs> He's like, well, I guess you don't have a fucking host now. So I don't, I don't know, know who's going to take the reins I here. Don't know. It'd be like the Academy Awards, no host. <laughs> <laughs> everyone just takes turns running tribal council. God, just, yeah, just think about it. Like, I wonder how specifically they lay out the rules ahead of time. Yeah. I feel like it would be way easier to fuck with the format in the first few seasons. Oh, yeah. Because, like, what do they do when you're out there? That's the thing is I don't know how they filmed the first seasons of Survivor. Yeah. Because, like, you have the idea. Now it's like, okay, people need to survive on an island. Try to run a game show now. Yeah. What uh, the fuck do you do? I don't know. How did the first season even go? I don't even remember it. I don't remember. I either. watched it with my dad, but we we were really young when Survivor started coming out. I remember there was just some brutal immunity challenges and stuff, though. Mm. I remember. I mean, every time they have the ones where it's like you're on a big fucking stake in an ocean, try to just like stand on this tiny peg for two hours and don't fall off. Mm. That's torture. Yeah, dude. But people did it. Yeah, people. Did. That was like I think peak reality television before it started getting real fake. Not saying Survivor did. I don't. I don't watch Survivor now. Yeah. I don't know. But like. It was right as reality TV was getting big and still kind of real. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, we're, all right, you guys want to keep watching reality TV? We're going to make people stranded on a fucking island. Yeah. Holy shit. 
Who thought of that? How do you... I just... I love the concept of, of looking at the rules and breaking Survivor. And saying, yeah. like... Because what do they do out there? I'm sure initially they'd say, like, you can't do that. But what do you what do? You, do? you say, like... I don't care. It's not in the rules. What are you yeah. going to fucking kick me off the island? The cameras are rolling, dumbass. Do you remember that dude that was just like an idol hunter? And he found like, I think, three or four of them. Yeah, he didn't even... There were no clues. He's just like, I'm going to look around. I got all the idols now. Yeah. And he just... He looked... I remember there was kind of like a dock thing. He just reached his hand. He's like, oh, there's a fucking idol here. He yeah. just went to like landmark areas and found them. And it's like, are there rules if... Do you have to vote this guy off four times and then a fifth time to try and get him off? And I yeah. think they did. Well, the thing is with the immunity idol, you could it was only eligible if you presented it and said, I have an idol before the vote. Oh, right. So you would have to be they would have to surprise vote him off mm -hmm. four times. Yeah. If let's say he found four. And then they'd be like, Okay, how many fucking idols does he have? Do we have to keep wasting our vote every time, you yeah. know? And then it's like, th that guy has all the power. Uh -huh. I feel like we've been talking about Survivor for a long time. <laughs> it's good shit, though. I love it. Last thing, do you remember the guy that just made an immunity idol and then used it as a bartering tool? No, but that's amazing. He just, like, carved it and burned the tips and was like, ooh, it's a tribal shit. I found one. See, this is what I love about Survivor is they obviously, behind the scenes, weren't like, we got to enforce the rules. They're like, that's great television. Yeah. We got to keep it going. That's, that's so good. That was a lot of Survivors. They didn't step in for things. They're like, holy shit, you can do that? Yeah. Like, they made it, and they were still saying that probably. Jeff is just up in his big, like, biodome with his throbbing head, like, good, good. <laughs> do you think he just had full that res do you think he stayed at that resort that people went to when they got voted off jeff did yeah i don't know i wonder because there's no way he's like <clears throat> didn't have the best possible uh like staying quality yeah i assume he was very well taken care of what i couldn't do on survivor is the sleeping i couldn't no. fucking do it murderous dude. yeah not comfortable you know there's bugs and shit crawling all over you yeah there's like sometimes crabs you're and laying stuff next too. to some fucking insurance salesman or something yeah it's like everybody's sleeping problems now are on a beach <laughs> like there's yeah. no way i don't even know if they give you blankets right away i don't think they do i think you have to win that in a challenge damn at least that season we were watching they were fully just laying there i remember it was so genius one dude like pretended he needed thick glasses and he just smuggled them. like he just was like what are you gonna do take away my glasses and then he came in and he's like oh i heard this trick online what you do is you just take a drop of water put it on some thick lens we can start fires day one fucking genius that's the guy that's mm -hmm. my guy i always want to do a sketch <laughs> watch me call my shot here big poppy if i ever get a bigger budget one day i'll do it um but i wanted to do a sketch about a guy that goes on survivor and like the teammates are really trying to strategize and think like how do we work together and then it, it just it's very evident that this guy just really really likes rice and he's just there to get some, <laughs> some free rice that's incredible like, guys i think we got to really focus on getting more rice <laughs> the choice for one of the prizes that they won is like a full spa day or just another cup of rice he's like Guys, I think you're being real short-sighted yeah. here. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know the full health benefits of like a lot of rice. But. The spa day will go away, and maybe so will the rice, but we'll have more rice. <laughs> but if you add water, it gets bigger. It's the <laughs> gift that keeps on giving. That's more. See, what you're thinking is you're looking at this cup of rice, and you're not thinking about the fact that when it is cooked, it will be two cups of rice. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are being fucking idiots yeah. right now. <laughs> I'll make it someday. They just don't have the heart to vote off the rice guy. Yes. <laughs> because they know he loves rice too much. This is his only option. He's crying and they vote him off. It's like, you know, you can you get to go eat rice tonight at the resort. It's not the same. I wanted to earn it. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, should we go next? Yeah, question? that was a good one. No one even asked us about Survivor. Oh, it was the game, game show. Game show, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good question, Ravioli. You sparked some true memories. Oh, one thing I want to say is uh, one of the most likely to lose is the Amazing Race. Too many random factors. What's all the, time. the concept of that one? I, I never watched it. Oh, dude, the Amazing Race was awesome. It was like a bunch of teams. And uh, it would just, they kind of have to travel the world with challenges in each country they'd go to. Okay. So it'd be like, all right, you've, you all like have to get on a flight and go to Italy. Now you're in Italy and it's like, here's your clue of where you're supposed to go. Figure the fuck out how to get there in Italy. Yeah. So it's like they'd try to speak, you know, like Italian if somebody knew it, or they'd just try and point it out in English because, you know, a lot of people speak English everywhere else. And it was just like they'd get to their, like, a themed challenge. Like, okay, you guys are making pizzas. Whoever makes a pizza first gets to go on to the next thing. So it's like constantly this, like, get the challenge done, do Uh this, do that. So it was pretty cool. That's fucking hectic. Yeah. No, the whole show was hectic as hell. I remember when I was a kid seeing, like, the premiere of a new game show when it came out, and I remember thinking, how? How did they? How are they allowed to do this? And the I don't remember the title. The concept of the show was like, you get a chunk of money, like it's you and a friend. And um, I think it was that they didn't tell you when you're going to be on the show, and then they they say like you're going to be on the show at some point in time. We're going to contact you, and the show starts. Okay. And they say like here's a chunk of money, and we have like federal investigators that are going to be looking for you for 48 hours, and if you last the full 48 hours, you can keep the briefcase of money, dude. And you're just in a city. I know that that like concept probably started with that. And then it's also been done on YouTube like a little bit, not Uh for a game show, but like, I think it was a Buzzfeed thing where it's like, I hired a private detective, but I was thinking about this yesterday. So it's weird that you mentioned this. I want so badly to play a game, not maybe between me and you or where it's just like somebody fucking hunts us for like a week. Yeah. And it's like, you can't travel through plane, but you can do anything else. And like, maybe the rules are we have to post like a picture every like six hours and we can maybe show Ooh. the location. Like somebody please give us money for somebody to hunt us. Yeah. Cause that'd be do some, so much fun, dude, dude. That would be the biggest fucking thing ever. I would love to do that YouTube video. Let's do it. Like, I was just going to share my strategy. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. What your strategy? Yeah, well, we'd already be doing it together, right? Yeah, We'd be doing it together. Okay. And I so we're not going to say ideas. it. Okay, one of them, I don't want to call to him because I clearly didn't want us in the Battle Royale, but yeah. that would be a good Mr. Beast video. You hunt us. I would, dude, I want to, that's just so fun. Like, the rules should be more, like, straining on us. We're like, we yes. have to post things and say where we're kind of going or mm-hmm. anything like that. I think we could still fucking do it, dude. dude. We could totally we do, could it. do it. Survive for a week. We're in Los Angeles. And the, God, because you almost have to partner like with some form of like former law enforcement agency or yeah. someone that knows what they're doing to well, find he, people. They can do it if they want. If if Mr. Beast or anyone doing it wants to hire a private detective to fucking hunt us down, do it. That's fine. It's like, like even not again saying it has to be Mr. Beast, but if, what, if we could get a sponsor or something like, like give or being given 10 grand to hunt Gus and Eddie. Yeah. Like that would be fucking amazing, dude. What? Because when they hunt us, are they just trying to locate us? Yeah. Okay. Because what? what They're going to fucking shoot us? Well, I mean, if you're going to fucking whip out on me. Oh, don't shoot me. Oh, don't shoot. Don't shoot. I'm Eddie. I hate bleeding. This is why I wasn't on Survivor. (laughs) I'm just in it for the rice. I'd be down. Dude, I want that would be such a fun game. I'm so excited. I wish there was a like a cheap version that you could do something like that with your friends, but I think it's just too complicated. You know what the most difficult part about like not giving it away? Because the thing is, as an experience, I think just experience wise, I could do it. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's like you need other people to be filming you, you know? Right. 
So how do you I do think that? Part of the rules would be the people filming you. Um, like there's maybe one or two cameramen that come with you, and they swear that they won't give any, any information out. But what if they're what if they're fully honest and they still fuck up? You know, like, what do you mean they fuck up? Well, it's like what if your camera guy gets seen? You know, like because they're just being an idiot. Oh, okay. Then I would. You know what it'd be? Hmm. You give us cameras, and we'd have to document it, just like a vlog. Yeah, we could do that. We're we YouTubers. That. We can do that. We could do that. Somebody hunt us. We'll figure it out. But what, not unless we ask you but to. But not because we will pepper spray you. Remember? We will, no matter what age you are. I don't care. I, I don't ask questions pepper first. Pepper spray is for all ages. <laughs> <laughs> Zero and up for yeah. my pepper spray. Do you even need a uh, an ID to buy pepper spray? I didn't buy it. Didn't you buy it? I have bought three pepper sprays before. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> quantity it comes in. I brought it three times. Once was at Bass Pro Shops. I don't remember if they carded me and twice was online. On Amazon. I feel like, well, because you can't buy spray paint online, right? I Let's try. Okay. Let's order a lot of spray paint for no reason. Okay. That's not, we're not going to do that. I'm going to try to order some spray paint, though. Tony, if for any reason my screen is on screen, can you just, like, stick some shit over it? You don't even have to, like, blur it really professionally. It probably won't be for the angle, but either way, I'll just go. Eat, eat, <laughs> eat, don't you look. Know, the noise is really not necessary, guy. I don't Sorry, know. Sorry, they probably couldn't hear it. I was far away, so let me just... Eek! Eek! That's you're doing. Don't that look now. at his screen. You're doing that now. That's good. The funny thing is, I know in post your screen's not gonna be visible, and I'm <laughs> not gonna be blocking anything. How come none of the spray paint is prime eligible? Okay, hot pink, uh, painter's touch spray paint is the only prime eligible one I can see, and it's cost six six six. Oh no! I'm gonna buy this bad boy now. Wait, can you actually just fully order it? Let me see. Buy now. Is there an age requirement to like get onto Amazon? Well, to like sign up for an account. I don't know, but even the fact that you're buying it with a card. But you can can you get like a regular debit card if you're under 18? Yes, I had like one un under your name, not your parents. Well, I had a joint account with my parents. I don't know if it was on my name though. Okay. I think you can. Also, yeah. Tony, if for any reason just block out every aspect of the laptop during this whole portion so I don't see so people don't see me type my password and shit too. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. I'm putting so much fucking faith in you here. You right can just now. put like a black box there. <clears throat> Place your order. Or like a picture of Bulby from Jimmy Neutron. Do that. do that. See if let's see if there are any uh just inherent Google results if you type Bulby PNG. See if anyone <laughs> took the time to cut out a clear background Bulby. I, like I just did. I just bought pink spray paint. No, right there. no barriers. Well, there you go, guys. But if you go into like, like supply stores, you can't even buy like super glue without getting carded. You can't buy right. lighters yeah, yeah. without getting carded. Can you you can buy lighters online though, right? Yep. <laughs> okay. What? We, oh, we should probably not be talking about this. Yeah. For um, lighters for lighting scented candles only. No, I didn't mean like that. I meant because people are hearing that they can buy stuff online without a card. Oh, without a card? Yeah. Ah, what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> Spray paint happens. The Gus there. The Gus and ah, podcast. <laughs> Just took me out, huh? Yeah. It's completely. You could have put, said the Gus and ah, Eddie podcast because it's the end. But. Oh, damn. We could have just Gus at ah, Eddie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hit us with another cube. I'll, I'll do that cue if you got the A's. <laughs> this is. Don't answer this one. At Ashbork. How do you feel about the fact that there was a day where your grandmother dropped it low, picked it back up, and never dropped it low again? Dude, I was at the Christmas party. Like, I don't <laughs> know what the fuck you're asking. It's my grandma. That was a good answer, by the way. Thanks. Um, Let us 
C, <laughs> the slightly thick bitch. <laughs> you know what's a uh, question we've never gotten before? What's that? How do you make it on YouTube? Hmm. I'm so tired of answering that question. If you asked it now, I'm sure you just didn't hear it before, but I feel like we've answered that like 15 times. It's all about the rousing ground. You know how it's it's, you wake up. That means you rouse and then you ground for the rest of the day. Does it have to be in that order though? You can't ground and rouse because you have to rouse before you can ground. If you were grounding in your sleep, dude, you would rip the bed sheets to pieces. (laughs) You'd tear it apart. It would be like, you know, um, uh, my pillow is the memory foam, but it's all shredded up. That's what my mattress would look like. Boom. Sleep number, dude. Death. (laughs) I had no material. I was hoping I'd find a pun along the way. Nothing. You just said something. Didn't get shit. just came out of your mouth. Didn't stop. That's fine. That's what this podcast is pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, we put way too much faith in ourselves every episode because we just fucking fly in blind. Like the fact... One thing is, I feel like <laughs> right now we didn't even have much, but this is the most we went into a podcast being like, oh, I have this and this and this. Mm-hmm. And then we, we were done in uh, like 20 minutes. Yep, that was it. This We guys, we sit down. It's not like, oh, I save a notepad of a bunch of things I want to talk about on the podcast. We just do it. Yeah, I think we, we even that. said this last week, so we're repeating <laughs> it again. Uh, here's a good one. At Anne's Brain asks, what's the most frustrating thing about working online? And then she's like, Twitter people, YouTube, what? Um, I would say personally for me, the thing that actively frustrates me all the time is not people trolling or like hating on you, but it's not like to say hating is just like haters or anything like that. But um, just the amount that people will aggressively get things wrong to you. Like when people just tweet shit that's incorrect to be mean, and it's just like fucking hell, man. Or the worst... The worst is because it leaves you personally conflicted is when they don't say it with the intention to be mean, but it's so inaccurate and it almost like misleads or sways public opinion. We gave the example before where it's like two weeks ago, we were seeing like one of the top comments in the podcast was like, why don't you guys put this on Spotify? Yeah. Like, I hate seeing that. Yeah, I dude. hate. And then it's like, I hate getting mad at that person Yeah, because they don't know. Exactly. They might, they just are asking because they like the podcast. But yeah. then there's one thing too, uh, where like I got a message yesterday I told you and Sabrina about mm-hmm. it where it's like it was somebody trying to like pal around with me but they were like and like I said earlier my beard my beard is like low to mid tier but they were like hey I've always thought that you look like my math teacher so I showed him a picture of you and he said is my beard really that bad and it's like did you what did you expect you out know. of like I almost responded with that. I was like I don't fucking care but like I mean I do but not to respond yeah but it's just like were you just intentionally trying to be mean to fuck with my day or were you because it doesn't really bother me it's it's the logic because we get mean stuff all the time yeah because we do YouTube and that's but it's the that logic. stuff yeah the logic it's exactly. like so you thought you were gonna pal around with me and that's what you said mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's like again somebody could be like your beer looks fucking shitty and I'd be like okay but it's the fact that it was phrased like that where it's like, did you think I'd be like, oh, haha, that's so fun Yeah, that your math teacher thinks I'm uglier than him. That's fun as yeah. hell. Because you can't just fully write him off because it's so confusing. Like, again, we'll, we'll see dozens a day potentially. If we look through every comment on a new video, you'd see dozens where it's just like, this sucked. Mm-hmm. This isn't funny. Doesn't even I've never gotten one of those, doesn't still. Re- really? Not once. I've been leaving lots. You must have been deleting them. I've banned you a long time accounts. ago. Seven. Banned all of them. Saw them right away because you started commenting like, oh, I fucking hate this. And you'd signature it Gus Johnson at the end. I don't know if that was an auto thing for it. 
I don't know if you've actually manually put in Gus Johnson every time, but it was really fucking clear. I've been changing the username, though. I'll do Gus Johnson 1, Gus Johnson 2, Gus Johnson... Right, but you still put the signature on the comment. Oh. Yeah. It's really obvious. We haven't mentioned it once. Fwick. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? Fuck. Oh, I don't remember if we said this. The specific chain... That that always bugs me too is it's like when when somebody said like for example the Spotify thing or right. like saying like how come you guys didn't fucking mail out your Kickstarter awards when you say something that isn't accurate and it's like you talk about it on the next podcast or something to like clear it up and just be like hey yeah. by the way we did this so like you can stop leaving the comments like that and then people will as a joke to acknowledge that they saw us talking about it leave a bunch of comments and be like. Hey, why don't you guys put this on Spotify? And it's like they're coming at it fully trying to participate in the joke. Yeah. But if you're a new person stopping by the comment section, they look and be like, wow, these fucking guys didn't send out their Kickstarter rewards. Or, yeah. Wow, they didn't put it on the podcast. It's like, I I love you. I want you here. You're clearly joking, but I got to delete this shit because people are going to think like this inaccurate thing is true when you're clearly joking. It's shit like if somebody listens to podcasts on Spotify and the top comment is, why isn't this on Spotify? And they just go like, oh, fuck, never mind. Yeah. It's like, well, we just lost a <laughs> listener for the meme. It's, I don't know. I don't, the thing is, I will say mainly, the human brain is not made for and doing internet stuff. Not saying like we're tortured or anything like that. Like mm-hmm. I love my job. I love what we do. But it's like... Sometimes I'll just be laying in bed and I'll tweet something and I'll see the replies and I'll be like, that's too many fucking people. I'll just like kind of freak out a little bit. Like that's not, the brain is not prepared for internet shit. Uh huh. So it's just like every reaction is weird. I don't get how like YouTube people don't lose their mind more. (laughs) No, honestly, it's fucking insane. Um, Another thing that's frustrating too, and we, we won't go down the rabbit hole, but like oftentimes lining up, it's it's different people in the chain, but figuring out finalizing a sponsorship for a video mm. fucking sucks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the worst. I hate dealing it's with sponsors worst. more than anything. The, I'll say it. The worst part, too, is like <clears throat> when I say in a video, this company's been super cool, I mean that the company and what they stand for and the dealings have typically been really accommodating to what I want to do creatively with it. But the thing is, you're not always you're rarely interacting with the company themselves. Yeah. And even if you are, there's so many different people. Like you might have a fucking awful person that works for a very cool company and you have a terrible experience with that. And yeah. maybe that's your only experience with that company is working with, with shithead Dan or whatever. I'm just throwing a name out there. Yeah. From this company that you really like, you know, or, or many times you're working through middleman companies that facilitate the sponsorship stuff. And there is, yeah, just so you sucks. guys know, if you're a smaller YouTuber, one thing is talk to other YouTubers Please. about numbers you should be getting for your videos, like for, for sponsorship deals. Because most people that go in new are like, oh, I'm getting offered this amount of money. That's awesome. And you might be getting ripped off by especially these middleman companies. Mm-hmm. And one thing is, I'll just say like, this is not just the middleman. This is everybody. Sometimes, even with us, like I wouldn't even say a lot of the time. Yes, mm-hmm. or just sometimes you'll get an offer that is like 20% of your normal offer. And you'll be like, here's my regular one. And it'll be a good company. And they'll just be like, ah, we can't swing that. And it's like, you guys did like two months ago. Mm -hmm. And it's the same ad numbers, if not more. And I'm being offered way less, like insulting numbers. It's absolutely insulting. (laughs) I just want to, okay. I want to, 
I'm going to take out the name of the company for this part, but I want to share one specific terrible interaction experience that we had with somebody. This was this last summer. So we had been both doing this full time for quite some time now. You yeah. know, we weren't new to the game here. And we were. I was reached out to, uh, to by a company that had a live streaming app. I'm going to burp. My apologies. Um, it was a live streaming app. Now, a number of years ago, the first promotion that I ever did on YouTube when I was had like maybe 20,000 subs, my MCN at the time lined up a live streaming app, and it was great. They, played, they paid me a flat rate fee. I had to stream for like an hour every night for a month, 20 out of the 30 days. Right. I wasn't doing anything. I was in college. I had no job in the summer. I just did that for the summer. That mm-hmm. was great. So I, w- I was like, you know, that was very low key. I would love to do something like that again if we can like line up the numbers right and stuff. Yeah. So I pitched, like they were reached out to me, said, hey, we would like to bring you on and do like a live stream campaign. You live stream for like a month every night on our app. You mm-hmm. tell people you're going to be there. So I was like, okay. And I wanted to do a bulk deal where I'd bring in like s- my brother Sven. I was like, okay, I will do this for this for this specific rate. Sven will do it for this flat rate. And I said, I have other people that'd be interested. Maybe Eddie would be interested. Well, yeah, Maybe one of the things friends. too is because she agreed to this thing, mm-hmm. like this, the numbers you were pitching, I went back in my email. I was like, that name sounds familiar. And I had been contacted by her too. So I was like, all right, I'm going with it too. And yes. I fully like started contacting her by myself, but I didn't do negotiation stuff because I was like, to be admitted, like to be lazy, I was like, "Well, Gus is working out. I just piggyback off that shit." <laughs> yeah. So I went in there with a list of like other YouTube people, and I just like flat rate wise, I said like, "This is what I would expect for payment for everybody for this to live stream for this amount of time." And she said, "That's great. We can make that happen." Yeah. She said, "We're going into a busier season in the summer here, so maybe we'll get some face to face time." Can I say we ran into her? You we can we can yeah we like we'll even keep this in. We ran into her. I just don't yeah. want to say where or anything like that. Exactly. Um, so we had negotiated this thing for for email stuff. She she said this should be fine. We ran into her at some industry thing, um, and and I got some face faces like oh it's you. We oh, probably great. had a twenty minute discussion with her. Twenty minute discussion where she fully was like what we talked about is great. We'll move forward with that for the three of you. Let's do it. And it was yes. like. Awesome conversation. She was super nice. Very positive. Um, a couple weeks later after that, uh, she wanted to hop on a phone call. I talked with her. She offered me a significantly lower rate for way worse um, expectations. I was like, I don't know if I can do that. I think I got to stick through to the first few numbers. She goes, okay. She comes back to me with, for my flat rate. I want to add right before you say yes. that number, that we were on the road trip and for discussion stuff. Like we're on the road trip moving here. Gus maybe had a 40-minute conversation with her on the phone mm-hmm. as we were, like, going to leave one of the mornings in, the, like, the hot Arizona sun outside of a motel. Yeah. Like, you talked to her for 40 minutes about 40 this shit. 40 minutes after I had met her face-to-face yeah. her and other people from her company and emailed with her multiple times. Right. And we talk on the phone, and she sends me an email a few days later with the language saying, like, glad we could move forward with the rates. Here are the details of your promotion. And what I was saying, I was trying to negotiate for one of the typical ad slots I do. If you watch one of my commentary videos, sometimes I'll have a little blip for the sponsor in the beginning, and I'll have a one- to two-minute ad at the end. Mm. I said for that, here's my flat rate fee. First of all, 
Here's what she said. Okay, so going forward, we are asking for three fully dedicated YouTube videos, oh my God. which is already a full fuck you from the start. Yeah. Three fully whole videos dedicated to this one company. Three of those. Three videos that I would community tab post on my own channel, which is, again, three more main videos pretty I much. I want to stress, too, that a dedicated video is not a sponsorship. The dedicated video was, ima imagine three times on Gus's channel in one month. One of his memes was just like, hey guys, go use this live stream company. Bye. Yeah, for the whole fucking video. That's the video. Three fully dedicated videos, three community tab posts. She wanted three permanent Instagram stories that are forever pinned to your profile. And it said in the contract, can't take those off. Three separate Instagram stories, three Snapchat stories, three Facebook or three Facebook posts, three tweets about it, and every time I'm going live, meaning 30 times, I have to tweet about my fucking live link on there. Yeah. I have to do that. And then she said, for the rate that we're going to give you, 10% of the fucking original rate that I had negotiated. Right. So she said, remember everything we said? I will offer you 10% of the number that you gave me. I will say just for information, because we don't want to give the numbers, that's why you're saying 10%, yes. but she offered that rate. Like, she didn't directly go 10% of what you offered. Like, she just flat out was like, here it is, a tenth of what you for, what you asked for. With, and saying like, and so we're good to go forward then, right? And I am, so, I, here's the thing too. I am very proud of how I handle myself, like with talking to people and, and interacting with fans and especially like business wise, like I, I conduct myself really above board. I understand that sometimes people are just, they're in that unfortunate bearer of bad news situation where they're right. just like, I'm sorry, the company, I got to do this. Yeah. But just everything about this was so beyond insulting. Like it, it was lies and time wasting. Wasted for hours of my time. Two months probably. The fucking gumption of somebody to talk to me like that. And I just... I just tore her apart, like the whole company. I'd send her paragraphs. I said, in a like, business way. In a business yeah, way, yeah. not like you ugly dumbass. <laughs> I and I just said, like I said, every YouTuber that I talk to that even insinuates that they might work with your company, I'm going to tell them flat out everything that you said. This is ridiculously unprofessional, beyond insulting. I don't know if this, if you're new here, or if your company's new, but it, I've tracked your company history. It seems like you've been around for a while. You guys rebrand all the time with the live stream apps. This is, I don't know what happened here. This is. That is a full fuck you to me. I don't know what you guys just did. And then, of course, tons of apologies. I just ghosted her forever. Yeah. But this is the kind of shit. That's one of the more heinous things. This stuff happens all the time. Yeah. With stuff. It's full Wild West with sponsorships right now. Mm -hmm. It's just like a fucking nightmare to deal with. And again, not saying our job is a nightmare, but that's the worst thing to like for our businesses to have to deal with is trying to negotiate these things. And the biggest problem is we've been doing this for so long so long and we we have had to learn by fucking up multiple times along the way yeah. thinking shit we should have asked for this damn it we could have put our foot down here uh -huh. god shoot we sh didn't have to do that that kind of stuff yeah we are still actively learning those lessons we've been doing this for years yeah companies sometimes specifically brands many time middleman companies will fuck over the ignorant creators. They yeah. will take advantage of people that are starting off. They'll take advantage of younger creators. Yeah. Give them shit rates. So it's like if you are a small YouTuber or a growing YouTuber, the one thing I would say is talk to other YouTubers. It's not – if you ask them, hey, is is it okay if we talk sponsor numbers just so I can get an idea for it? Mm -hmm. uh, pretty much every YouTuber you know will go, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I would love to help you out. 
That is an excellent point. If I my DMs are closed everywhere, you have to we have to mutually follow each other on Twitter. Like if you're another like full time YouTube person and you want to discuss this stuff, I'm again as you saw earlier in the, earlier in the show, I'm fucking slammed right now. It might take yeah, me yeah. a few weeks, but please like contact me, contact other people. Like it's it's so weird and uncomfortable, and even with our close friends, it's weird to be like. I'm not trying to just be weird, but how much did you make? I want to make sure I'm not getting ripped off. Yeah. It's so important that we YouTubers talk to each other so that people, companies, corporations, and greedy middlemen people aren't ripping us off. Exactly. It is, I wish you guys could know, maybe at some point we can, we'll be equipped to talk about this on a bigger scale right now. Yeah. We're just not able to do that. Yeah. There's nothing like, cause I mean, the, the truth of it is if you talk specifics about anything, you like, we probably won't get sponsorships anymore. And mm-hmm. sometimes you rely on that when YouTube like just goes down, you know what I mean? With yes. like adpocalypse stuff. Yes. And like, we're not actively participating in anything that's negatively impacting. Oh other yeah. People. In no way. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. why would we fucking be talking yeah, about yeah, this? Yeah. We're just trying to give info on it. Yeah. Um, but no, it's it's so important. It's happening. It's so widespread, and it needs to be talked about. Yeah, and just uh, yeah, the main thing again, like I said, just get as much information as you can, so you're not getting screwed over. Because there are sometimes I remember when it's so funny to look back on now and kind of shitty. Where like we thought we we're like, oh my god, I can't believe this company would offer us th- like not saying we're make crazy money, but like just percentage wise mm-hmm. more than other ones. And then you find out. Oh, I got fucked by that other company. Yeah. They completely gave me a terrible deal and I took it cuz it was the first ad deal I've ever done. That's just it. Where where it's so multi-tiered cuz you they like a maybe a stupid big offer comes down this is the grape high chew. Stupid big offer comes down and you go, "Oh my god. Those idiots, they offered me this." And then you realize, "Wait, I was getting fucking Bone City here, and then this new Grape High Chew, this is still me getting Bone City. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know how much my views, my time was worth. Exactly. God damn it. Because no one talks about it. There's no public information available. It's this behind-the-scenes shit that you have to figure out from talking to other YouTubers who have also messed up. Believe me, anybody you talk to has learned their lessons the hard way. Every yeah. fucking creator, doesn't matter who they are. They've learned their lessons the hard way, and some people have just had the gumption to figure it out and like shit like you know i'm trying to not diarrhea my words here Mm. some of the creators who have finally started to get into the fair pay range this is my chart (laughs) have have just had to kind of bullshit their way into like forcing these companies to finally pay them fair rates because they've been getting taken advantage of it's crazy honestly and i'm glad we get to talk about it kind of because we're being vague enough about it yeah it's just the thing is um it's and I wouldn't say it's actively like I'd say the system is kind of predatory to YouTubers. I'm not yes. like there's not some really really bad people that we're not talking about. The like the businesses and the middleman companies are companies. They want to get the best for their money that they can. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's like obviously they're going to try and give us lower rates. But you know what I mean? YouTubers are the ones with things to offer, mm-hmm. so it's better if they know. But then it's like people just blowing up where it's like you don't talk, you don't have a bunch of YouTube friends, your channel just blew up. Well, you don't have anybody ask, so we can give you a lower rate, and you won't know. Yeah, what are you? Are you an animator who just got out of high school, whose channel like suddenly you got three hundred thousand subs, and you live in like Wyoming, and you don't talk to anybody, but you got a bunch of people coming in, and like someone's saying like, "Hey, I'll give you fifty bucks to put an ad on there." Yeah, maybe that's exciting because no one's paid you before. You're getting destroyed and taken advantage of by. That people. was the thing too, is especially because when you're doing any type of um, like your own art stuff. You're just waiting for the moment where you can get paid any money for it. Mm. So you can show people like, hey, look, 
Like it's my, it could be my job eventually. Yeah. So like people will, at, I did it. I took it like some like lower rates because it's like I can go to like my parents and be like, oh, YouTube's kind of a job now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just, I don't know. It's a whole bunch of shit. It's a and bunch of I shit. I think we've said everything we need to say about it. Yeah. Talk to YouTubers if you're another YouTuber or if you're growing or anything like that. Try to get as much info mm-hmm. as possible. I even, I even regret to some degree that this is kind of at the end of the podcast because, you know, naturally some people drop off as yeah, it goes. Yeah, we have, by the way, so many people stick around. Thank you for watching to the I end. I know. I remember one time I made a joke like, nobody's watching this to the end, and there was a ton of comments mm-hmm. like, I am. I was yeah. like, oh, shit. Sorry. So, so, yeah, thank you. You're very dedicated listeners. We really appreciate that. Our, our time retention is through the roof. Yeah, yeah, That's you. Thank you. If you're an audio listener, I'm, po- I'm pointing at the camera. I'm pointing at the microphone. We're pointing at you, right at your face, directly. You. There's a there's a finger behind your screen is pointing directly at you. Whoa, it's a little scary. I do. I think it's really important that we continue talking about this more in future podcasts and stuff. Yeah. And again, just to reiterate, there are many reasons why we can't just like just be so cavalier to be like this. This company's doing it. These people at this company. Because also doing the it. consequences, you don't know if you had one bad experience with somebody, you can't like tank a company. That's and be the thing like, is, you tank a company. Maybe there's three shitheads that work in the negotiation thing, but you call them out. What if the company goes under? Tons of innocent people that are exactly in yeah, this yeah, gets yeah. fucked over. And and again, a lot of the information that we're bringing forward has been told to us from other YouTube people. So yeah, it's yeah. like I I can't even say. Oh, this reputable YouTuber told me this because yeah, then it's yeah. like they didn't ask to be involved in. They didn't exactly. know I was going to publicly say it. It's yeah, we're so, just ranting about it now. Nobody asked us to. I honestly have not heard people talk about this on YouTube. No one yet. talks about it because it's it's a fear of being like, if I talk about it, will my ads go away? Mm-hmm. I think we're just perfectly vague enough where people won't really care. So exactly. And the thing is, too, I want to stress is <laughs> it sounds bad to say right after this, like I'm trying to make up for it. There are a good deal of companies that I've had great experiences with. Yep. It's just like, then there's also a good deal of companies, probably like 50-50 that I've had terrible experiences with. And it's yeah. usually never the product company. Mm-hmm. It's ne- it's usually negotiations with like middleman stuff and maybe sometimes a product. But like, if you see us doing an ad, it means it was a company that we actually could work with. Yes. So that's good. And I, I have even personally had times, I don't want to speak on your behalf. I have personally had times where I've worked with companies and it's been knock out of the park stellar. Yeah. And then maybe for a future deal with the same company, maybe I'm working with a different person. Maybe they changed their internal policies. Maybe someone from the middleman company is trying to like, fuck me a little bit. I have like three good experiences and I come out really publicly. I've had times in videos where I say like, Man, shit's going down with these sponsorships, but these are some solid companies. And then I get like fucked over later yeah. on. And that's like, well, at the, do you guys have a list of us? Do you us? have a list? What is going on? Yeah. You know? So then it's like, how do I know if my credibility is attached to me saying like, guys, this company's been really good to me, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because then you don't know if somebody negotiating for that company is being shitty to another YouTuber. I don't know. Yeah. That's, it's so multi-tiered. I do, I do fully believe um, that there will be... A, a time like you know these these YouTube kind of scandal things come in waves I do think even probably within this year that this shit's going to come way more to light yeah people are going to be able to specifically talk with things but the thing that we can do that you can do right now uh, is if you are a YouTuber that relies on YouTube income from even even if you're not doing sponsorship stuff but if you're starting to get to the point where you are even part-time financially with YouTube or full-time and up please reach out to other creators, get on the same page. Even if you don't think you're being taken advantage of, maybe the information you have could benefit a smaller YouTuber exactly, or somebody. Yeah. Even, even your info could benefit someone that's 10 times your size. Yeah. There is absolutely no shame in it. You could have 10 million subs and you could still be getting taken advantage of. There's no shame in sharing stuff. Yeah, exactly. 
I'm I'm happy that we talked about. Yeah, this. no, it's good because it's been something that's been bothering me for a while. Because yeah. uh, I mean, you know, with me especially, like not especially over you, but just something specifically is I've I'm real negative toward industry stuff, mm-hmm. and so it really bothers me when this stuff happens. I've had like arguments with some people sometimes that are trying to rip me off, you know. And I know yeah. you have too, but it's just like it's nice to vent about it a little exactly. bit. Exactly. And I, I just want to again reiterate, if you're hearing us talk about a brand almost all the time, that brand is fucking cool. Yeah. There are other people in the way that the money filters through that are taking advantage of people. Exactly. You know? That's the thing is like, I don't think I have one ad on my actual channel that is like, I was like, well, you're ripping me off, but I guess, because I just won't do it. That's mm-hmm. why there has not been a sponsorship on one of my videos for like, I think two, three months. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, the stuff has been weird lately. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, I'm not just not going to do it then. Yeah. I'm just like right now I'm in the process of kind of clearing out shitty contract stuff where I feel like I've kind of been taken advantage of. And then going forward, I'm trying to work with more people. We've learned more information. I am currently still learning lessons about yeah. ad rate stuff. And hopefully it'll be a lot more fair going forward. Yeah. Just a weird thing that you could really only talk about to like other YouTube people. Yeah. And I just... I don't think the reaction is going to be any weird, but I, don't, I hope this isn't doesn't sound ungrateful in any way. I don't mm-hmm. think people will think that because it's just like it's it's the middle it's the negotiation stuff that's weird. It's not like oh I hate getting sponsorships. I don't think people will think that, but I don't think so too. And we say before too, we're very fortunate and we're able to sustain ourselves with what we do. You know, yeah, um, we do that. But I mean, you could liken it to any other industry too. What if you what if you worked your dream job? You know, what if you were a freelance artist or not freelance? What if you were an artist and you showed up every single day to your job? And you still were able to make a comfortable living and you were happy. But then you figure out, oh, wait a minute. 90% of the other artists doing the same work at the same level are getting paid triple what I get paid. Exactly. It's not fair. You're being taken advantage of. That's the thing is like, and this is for any YouTube person. This is for anybody in any business is like, it's not um, weird of you to want to be paid for your value. You know what I mean? So it's like, the thing is, if you want to look at it just numbers based is like what YouTubers are kind of giving is ad space with a numbers attached to it. And Mm -hmm. then maybe endorsement stuff. I've never like fully endorsed a brand or anything like that. I know there's like a debate of like what endorse means, but I was never like, this is my product. You know what I mean? And like, um, I totally lost my train of thought in the middle of my sentence. That's okay. Um, but, oh yeah, so it's just like any industry you're in. If you notice that other people doing the same work as you, like you said, are getting paid more Figure out what's going on and get paid for your worth because you're worth something and you're a good person and you do good work. You special, BB. Don't you worry about that shit. You do you. That's all I'm trying to say. That's, dude. I mean, we could have just cut out 40 minutes of the podcast and just said you do you. Probably. We could even cut the podcast right now. No. 